Okay, welcome back to When I Was Little, my podcast, Seth Kaler. Um, it's a podcast about being little and the stories that inevitably come up whenever I talk to someone. And it's always a lot of fun. And I find out a lot about someone that I thought I knew something about, but I learn even more when I do these. So today I have a special guest. My guest is Carrie Prellis. Hello. Hello. Hi, I'm Carrie. excited to be here. Good. I, I'm happy to have you here too. This You're number five. Oh, wow. Yes. That's a good uh, number. Okay. I did number four last night. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I, it's kind of uh, dawning on me that this could just be infinite, just like oh. anybody I run into. Oh, definitely. And, and it'll be even more fun when I start uh, talking to people that I don't know at all. Yes. Um, uh, our coworker Brandy, her brother heard hers, and he lives in Nevada now. And he says, "I want to be on it too." So oh, so cool! Maybe we'll be doing a Zoom uh, one with a Rodney Wade. But um, so when I started this, um, I just wanted to learn and talk about stories about when we were little. So the first question that I always ask, though, is, "Where were you born?" Oh, awesome. Um, Alexandria, Virginia. Okay. And so. it's and it's funny because every time I go back there, I feel like, oh, man, this is where I was supposed to live. Like, really? I really connect to the beautiful trees yeah. and, yeah. Oh, but, I had no idea. Yeah. So where do you call home? Gosh, that's really hard. I have moved around so much. I went from Virginia to Iowa to Missouri to Texas. Wow. And then in Texas, I lived in four different places. And so I guess I call Corpus Christi. Corpus the longest yeah. yeah most people i think that i've talked to um i talked i've talked to a coach's kid a navy kid uh another friend of mine um that have moved around and mm-hmm. everybody usually picks the place that they've been the longest yeah you know? even when my parents moved to dallas they didn't buy a house with enough bedrooms so when i go home <laughs> i'm really not home exactly i have to sleep like on a couch yeah, yeah i know and i would i would consider my home uh, Rockport, Texas, oh. b- but my parents moved away from there oh. 10 years ago. Yeah. So, so it's kind of home-ish, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, anyway, so, um, so the first one that we, that I go to is, um, when I start thinking about being little, mm-hmm. um, I have memories that I know are true and I have memories that I'm not sure that I've been told so many times or shown this picture so many times, right? Do you, you remember that? You're, oh, yes, I do. I remember yes. it, but mm-hmm. I really don't. But if you think back, what it, is maybe the earliest memory that you have that you know is true, that you were there and that you remember, or a feeling? Last night I was talking with my buddy Ethan, and, and he was saying it, it's not so much of a memory. It's like a sense memory, too. Mm. Like he remembered coming out of a, a dark theater into the sun and mm. or those changes kind of thing. So what do you... Do I think you, one you, of my very first that, uh, like you just described, I don't remember it happening, but I, so many people have told me stories about it. And uh, it was about, I had, and this must have been when I was like five or six. And I loved to, I didn't want to wear regular clothes. I always wanted to wear my PJs and I had a black velvet top hat. Who wouldn't want that? And this black velvet top hat, which sounds amazing. Again, I don't have it. Well, I'll tell you what happened to it. But um, I loved it, wore it all the time. I wore it evidently to preschool. I would get very upset if anyone touched it. I would go to bed with it. This was a very important hat, almost like a magician hat, kind of. Uh-huh. And um, one day we were driving.
driving and I rem- there the car was going really really fast on the highway and I rolled down the window and the hat flew out okay. onto the highway and my mom I started crying she said I was like so upset so she had to exit and she's trying to freak out I mean she's trying to figure out like right. do I get on a highway for this hat <laughs> like she understood that it was so important to me right. but so she did not sacrifice her life for the hat or it for stayed me on the highway. stayed on the highway somewhere but evidently I was distraught for many 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 days wow yes where do you where did the hat how did it end up in your possession I have no idea all did I can you? think of is I this is kind of crazy my uh, great grandfather was a vaudeville carnival performer Wow. And I'm pretty sure that hat was his? came from there. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, wow. Because he, he ran a circus. He had a traveling circus. And if you look him up, it was the, called the Great Galasso. He was on Johnny Carson. <laughs> and he used to balance on one finger on a table and then on a table on a pool stick in the air. <laughs> and I actually have photos. Of my my uh, wow. my dad actually has photos. I'll show you after this. Wow. But, what a cool um, thing. So that's the only connection, I think, is it must have come from him. Wow. Yeah, so now I'm really irritated. I don't know if we can curse on here, but (laughs) I'm really pissed that uh, I lost it because I'm probably like super, you know, (sighs) sentimental, but... No kidding. Yeah. Wow. What a cool story. What a cool family thing yeah. too. Yeah. Oh yeah. We have mafia in our family as well. <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah. it, it makes sense now sure. why like the stories that I think back of a childhood, I was also like a pathological liar when I was little. <laughs> I mean, I make up so much stuff that I'm like, but this makes sense because I come from a family of, you know, performers and mafia. Yeah. So yeah, we're it just was, all about. It was show. It was the yes. fun of the, it was mm-hmm. the fun. Yeah. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so you were mentioning when you're five or six. So the for this, I consider my childhood up until 12 mm-hmm. because at 13, you're Definitely. a teenager. And that mm-hmm. whole, the whole word just changed it for me, you know, like. Uh, yeah. And uh, so we were talking uh, last night also about because uh, um, I, I always associate being young and little in elementary school, mm-hmm. but you're 11 and 12 in sixth grade and you're entering that junior high right. space or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so we, I always ask, so, and I'm going to have to change this up too, for when I start talking to people that are probably much older than me for mm-hmm. inflation or whatever, oh, but, yeah. but let's say you are, uh, at your house and just Thanksgiving or something or whatever. And some aunt gives you 20 bucks. Nobody else knows that you have 20 bucks. What are you going to do with that that $20 when you're young? When Let's I'm say a kid? Eight, nine, ten, maybe. Oh, my gosh. It would be food. I <laughs> am a total... I, I was obsessed with food when I was little, and uh, I am still today. Yeah. Um, because my father and mother, they bought everything for us. We did not get to pick our foods uh-huh. uh, or pick what we ate for dinner, but whatever was put on our plate, we had to finish and eat. So okay. I spent many days shoving food in my mouth, asking to go to the restroom and then spitting it all out. I, uh, I have a story for that okay. too. Let me, I'll tell and you. so, so whenever I did get money or if I got $20, like uh-huh. you were talking about, um, and I didn't really have ants like that that would give me $20, but if they did. Yes. yes. Okay. You find it on the street. Yeah. I find it on yes. the street. I would go straight to the grocery store uh-huh. and I probably would buy this stuff that I've always wanted to 
to yeah, eat because sure. I was denied those things. Because we ate That's a lot of like, I don't even know, shepherd's pie, where Ooh, it's that yeah. mashed potatoes Meat, with the ground beef and the yeah. cheese, but it was layered. It just looked like <laughs> like jail food to me. Like, I'm like, this is what you send a prisoner. And then like, my mom would make like pea soup yeah. and then corn and peas. So yeah, so yeah. I would go straight to the yeah. store and buy You're like, like What's this? fun eat stuff. It. Just eat it. Yes. And like hot pockets. I was obsessed mm. with hot pockets. Yes. I, I'm, I'm similar. I, I, I would have uh, definitely bought candy with it because yeah. we weren't allowed to have a lot of sweets and stuff, yeah. whatever. So I probably would have bought a bunch of candy and hoarded it away and yes. slowly eaten it. But um, uh, <laughs> that's funny. Um, so good. Let's see. The 20 bucks. That's fun. Oh, my food. Uh, so it was... <sighs> Christmas Day or somewhere near there, and I had gotten a BB gun, and I had gotten um, a package of BBs, but it was in a, you know, like those milk containers they give you at school? Uh-huh. That's what it came in. Like, they were BBs, uh, but you okay. could open the little spout and, yeah, put, and pour, pour it, it into my yeah. little BB gun, right? Uh-huh. And I hate it. If I eat eggs, and it's still to this day, like scrambled eggs, okay. I can't just eat scrambled eggs. It has to have sausage, or has to have bacon, or some sort of meat, or, or uh, even bread, or toast, or cheese. Okay, so something no... Yes. But this particular day, soon after Christmas, it was just eggs, and I don't know why that's all it was, but I really didn't want to eat it, so I just chewed it up, but I opened the little milk carton of BBs, <laughs> and I spit it all in there, <laughs> and then left it like that for like a week. Oh, no. <laughs> and and, uh, you know, it starts smelling. I'm like, what is going on? And, oh, no. But I poured all the BBs out. I washed them because I wasn't going to give up my BBs. Yeah. But, yeah. So oh, that, wow. that was that. That's disgusting. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was so horrible. That makes me think of when my uh, my husband at the time, uh, when he was a little kid, he his mom said that he smelled really bad one day. Like she didn't, the, this teacher sent him home, said there's something wrong with him. He smells so bad. So she took him to the um, doctor and they found he had shoved an orange peel up his nose. <laughs> And it had molded and rotten in his nose. So, yeah. So he had a decomposing orange peel in his nose. Oh, my gosh. Wow. So you were telling me a story when I told you that I wanted you to do this. And uh, I've I've been wanting to get it recorded because you told me the other day um, that you used to think that you were a mermaid. Mm Mm-hmm. Love mermaids. Yes. When was this? This was when it had to be second grade. Okay. So I had to have been like eight years old. Yeah. And um, it started because we went on a field trip. And when we went on this field trip, we were on one of those big orange buses, you know, Mm -hmm. and and I looked out the window and there was a river and the, and the uh, kids around me were like, oh, look at the river. And, I was, and for some reason, it popped in my head <laughs> that I needed to tell them that I was a mermaid and I couldn't get close to that river. Otherwise, I would, you know, I, my legs would turn into a fin and this whole thing. <laughs> like, I just did this whole elaborate story on the bus ride. And I had and I, I had all their attention. Yeah. So I just kept going because, yeah. I mean, I had their eyes were big. Well, then when I got to school the next day, I decided I, I had gone home. And I, I had this rust uh, pouch, uh-huh. and all I can describe it as as like a little purse, but it was pretty small. It's about the size of your fist. Right. And so I went like a and, drawstring. Yes, thing. exactly. Yeah. Rust yeah. pouch. You know. You, and so I collected 
again, have no idea, but we're eight. So I found all the, I went into my pockets and my socks and any type of fuzz or string I found and I collect a bunch of it. Like uh-huh. I spent hours searching for stuff I could put in this pouch. Uh-huh. And then the very next day I, I secretly talked to the kids in the playground and I told them, Hey guys, um, if you eat, I'm going to give you a little bit of this magical <laughs> stuff out of this magical pouch. And if you eat it, Yes. You too will become a mermaid. Wow. That's the key. And so they were like, gimme. So I, (laughs) I just, you know, discreetly passed it out to only the people that I felt deserve this, you know, mermaid stuff. Sure. Well, I did that for, gosh, like two or three weeks because I became very popular, you know? (laughs) They all wanted the dust. (laughs) Yes. And some of them were upset because this, this transition had not happened. They wanted to know if they could have more. Wow. And so, um. But the part that kind of cut it off and stopped it was um, in second grade, and Mrs. Moonshine. Moonshine, wow, that was her what name. A, what yeah. a teacher name. Uh, she was skinny, black haired, big eyes. Um, she, um, a little boy came out of the bathroom because the bathrooms were inside the classrooms at that time. Uh-huh. And he was crying and screaming, there's a worm coming out of my butt. <laughs> and so the teacher, Miss Moonshine, like went in the restroom with him, came back out, took him to the nurse. And I, I wasn't really, I, right. I thought it was weird, but yeah. I, I didn't associate it with me at all. <laughs> well, then I was called later that afternoon to the office uh-huh. and they sat me down and they asked me if I had been feeding him string <laughs> because he was pooping out <laughs> long pieces of string and it was just dangling, like, you know, oh, like he no. was having it, yes. had to pull yes, it out I've, of his Oh my God. But So he must have consumed quite a bit or perhaps he maybe he added, ate fan. his own string. I don't know. Well, yeah, maybe so. Maybe he just thought you this just was, got him started i got him yeah <laughs> who knows um so i did get in trouble i was told my parents were called in uh-huh. um my dad sat there in the office with me uh, with that look on his face like he was holding in laughter could not right you know what i mean yes um and um yeah i got in trouble i was told i was wow. not allowed anymore to bring the pouch to school they had me show them the pouch <laughs> Which is sad that I had it on me. Like, so was that the end of your mermaid days? Yes. After okay. that, yeah. no more no mermaids. More mer- I was yeah. told. The magic got taken I was away. Yes. I was told no more stories about mermaids. But, oh. you know, that never stopped me. I always seem to have some sort of elaborate story of some sort. Yeah, I know. So. I always love love listening to them. Um, you, you had told me. One time, it's funny that you say your dad was trying to hold back a laugh because it's always like the dad who's like, yes, who wants to give you a high five yeah. for doing something like that. And it's always like the mom who's like, you better stop that. Um, your dad was a teacher. I know he was an athlete. Yes, he right? was a football player. He actually um, got picked up to play for the Washington Redstone wow. Skins. Yeah. That's amazing. Unfortunately, he blew out his knee, uh-huh. had to have surgery during, uh, I guess, the training right before the season. Right. He got hurt badly, and so he wasn't able to continue. Was that before they had kids or before that? Yes. Yeah, this okay. was before. before so mm-hmm. afterwards, yeah. Yes. But, but he became a teacher. Yes. yes. Well, he became a teacher. He uh-huh. coached football and girls soccer uh-huh. in Virginia. Yeah. And then, um, and then after a couple of years, he decided to go into the business world, went back to school, got his master's and went into the business world. Oh, wow. And yeah. then it's funny when he retired, he retired to become a teacher again, which uh, I don't consider funny. that retirement. Yeah. I consider that a whole another career, but yeah. Yeah. And, what, what, what made my mind go that way was talking about in first, second grade, even mm-hmm. then my mom was a teacher as well. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, I lived in small towns, so she worked 
in or near the school that I was at all the time, and all of her friends were the teachers oh, too. Wow. So, like in second grade, I had Miss Miss um, Duran, and Miss Duran and my mom, I think, were best friends, right? So oh, Miss wow. Duran was always over at my house, and you know, other teachers, they'd be over having a drink or whatever, and I'd walk into the room and I'd have this urge to raise my hand to talk, you know, like. I'm raising my hand like uh, all of the, t they're all teachers. Maybe yes. that's how I will get their attention. To so you probably didn't get away with anything <laughs> if no. your mom knew Fifth all the grade, teachers. grade, Miss Taylor lived one, uh, two houses away. Oh, and I forgot to turn something in one time and she called my mom and she said, just bring it and put it in the mailbox. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that's tough. That that's was a tough. lot of fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, uh, I, doing this podcast a couple times, we, we've had different, uh, Things that would be purchased. Um, we've talked about music back then. Were you into Were you into music? Oh my cassettes? gosh! Yes. I think you're probably yes. about cassette age with me before CDs came along and stuff. And what's funny that would be more um, like fifth grade. I vividly remember I got um, the leg warmers, yellow. It's it was turquoise uh, leotard with yellow tights. Um, these awful like high top shoes and then I would have the Walkman on uh, nice. with Thriller. I did an uh, entire yes. dance routine for my parents but um, I just want to point out I did not have a radio or boombox so I had on the headphones. <laughs> they were watching silently? Right. And I did my whole Thriller routine <laughs> while they watched me perform but they could not hear any music. But I had to perform for them because they would not let me um, I was trying to prove that I could go do dance lessons. Oh, yeah. And so this was my, so I did a whole routine. Of course, it, they. In a way, heard. maybe almost even better, you know? Yeah. You, you I mean, the, uh, yeah. We're just I sitting vividly here remember that. <laughs> oh, and then now I think back going, what is wrong with me? Like, no, why no. did I do that? No, it's, well, it made perfect sense in your head, yeah. I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then Whitney Houston, mm, um, I yes. love, let's hear it for the boy. Uh -huh. um, I would have a group of girls when they spend the night. I had these like take Keeney outfits like my mom they were like a because uh -huh. I didn't have big enough boobies for a bra <laughs> right so I, you wear these like little tank tops and underwear uh -huh. well I had a set of six of those different colors wow so when when my friends would come over we would all dress in these tankini things nice. and then dance as if we were performing for a live audience to Whitney Houston wow yes did you have the Michael Jackson poster I did with my yes. sister had that too in yes. her room and, I, was and like, I had Whitney with what? the it's like her face with this thing in her hair like bow in the hair um but yeah and then Mike, yeah michael jackson whitney houston i also it's kind of crazy this just goes to show your parents are a huge influence on you yeah is my mom listened to barbara streisand and elton john uh -huh. but think about it that was her era sure. but that's all she listened to so i knew all of elton john all of barbara streisand's songs lyric by lyric wow and would sing them at school and sing them and the teachers would be like how do you know that song and i'm like well because my parents uh -huh. listen to yeah, it exactly so, I was big fans of them as well. Yeah. Um, my mom would actually wake us up. Um, we, our house was set up to where you came in through the kitchen and then kind of a dining room and there were stairs going upstairs. And on the other side, of that was the living room and my sister's bedroom and my bedroom opened up to the living room basically. But right in the corner by my room was the record player, uh, albums, old albums. Yes, and my yeah. mom would wake us up on Saturday. Like she would never come in and go like, get up, you know, whatever. But she would just start playing her records. Mm -hmm. And at the time I'm going, oh, yeah. Uh, bands like the Amazing Rhythm Aces and mm -hmm. uh, all these different people. And now that I have like Apple Music, I'm like, 
oh yeah, let me look that up. I'm yes. Like, oh yeah, I remember that one. I, like Benny and the Jets. Like I know all that. Splish Splash from Barbara Streisand. Like and I would yeah. act in uh, Bette Midler. Like all <laughs> of those songs, I would act out and dance around. You know. Yeah. But later on in life, I would use a lot of those for skits and stuff because I did a lot of improv in uh-huh. high school, and so I would use all of that to yeah. do improv stuff. Absolutely. So it, it all paid off in the exactly. end. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's all. It's all um, adding up as we go along. Um, so I have one sister. You have a couple siblings, right? Yes. I have a brother uh-huh. who is four years um, younger than me. Uh-huh. And then I have a sister that's six years younger, younger than me. So you're me. the oldest. Yeah, I'm the oldest right. of three. Yeah. yeah. yeah I'm the oldest too. Um, did you guys ever go on any vacations that you remember when you were little? Yes. And it was crazy because my parents didn't have a whole lot of money. So our vacations were like, we went spent a lot of time at motels with a pool, which we thought at the time was amazing. Oh, yeah. You know, um, but the, the biggest memory is we had a um, orange bright orange Volvo nice. and it if the three of us in the back was we could I mean we were like shoulder <laughs> to shoulder so my dad put a board like a board from like Home Depot in there <laughs> covered it with blankets and pillows okay. and then that's what we laid and sat on cross-legged for these long trips oh, so wow. forget seatbelts or yeah. safety. Oh, yeah, no, I mean, absolutely. But we did that because he liked to drive all the way through. Yep. He didn't want to ever stop. Yeah. So we would then all have to lay down on that board. But I mean, our legs would be cramped. And now I think about it, like, no wonder we were cranky and miserable. <laughs> and then this one time that was so like, oh, it was awful. We were traveling through a mountain and I, I don't know where we were going, but you know how a mountain, when it's swervy yep. or yeah, and it makes forward. you car sick. Yep. So we had to stop because my sister was like, I'm going to throw up. And my brother was like, I'm going to throw up. So we all got down. It was at a McDonald's. And I remember my mom, my sister, my brother, and myself were all in one stall. She has Jessica's hair, my sister's hair, grabbing her hair like this. My sister would throw up. Then she would pull her back so that she could throw up. And then my brother would throw up. And that was just like a repetitive. And then I was just standing there trying to help my mother. But the three of them were so sick. I have never seen so many people vomit. And I must have been like nine. Wow. Yeah, trying to help my mom with this. But there was like... It was awful, awful. And it, I just remember it was because the <laughs> that, stupid that travel. A, when I was a little memory well, to remember. Yes. Wow. And my sister had platinum blonde hair. And just to see my mom just like <laughs> like lifting, like dragging her head right, up no. so she could vomit oh, no. was quite a scene. That's oh, why it burned into my head. Yeah. yeah. We had a Ford Escort station wagon. So oh. smaller station wagon. Uh, blue, maybe powder blue or something like that. Mm. No air conditioning though. Yep. Um, and standard because you know no air, no AC and standard was cheaper. Yeah. Um, and we drove out to California one time. Oh my gosh. And through the desert in the middle of the day, and me and my sister laying on our underwear in the back, <laughs> uh, you know, like, <laughs> withering away. And I'm, but I, you know, I'm sure my mom and my dad are sitting up front just as bad. But right. you know, I just remember laying there. Uh, you know, when is it gonna get cool? But yeah, we had we had lots of uh, uh, vacations like that too, mm-hmm. and 
sometimes, yeah, not getting a hotel, but sleeping in a, in a rest stop in mm-hmm. the car, just so my mom could get, grab a couple hours of sleep or whatever. Yes. And my dad would call that camping. Whenever we would go to a rest stop, he's like, tonight we're going to camp. And we're like, okay. And that's what we would do. We would, we would get to lay out on the roof. He let us go all the way to the oh, top hey, and lay out on the roof. We never did that. That's and cool. we would look at the stars and everything. And then my mom would be like, okay, time to bed. Everyone get back in the car and we would go to sleep. And that was, that was what we thought was camping. camping. So later on in life, when I learned what true camping was, I was like, my parents were liars. But that was cheap. That was a way to make, you know, we don't have money for a hotel room. Okay. Because we were camping. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Well, cool. Um, I like to keep these kind of short. It was interesting conversation. Very cool. Thanks for telling me a few stories. And maybe uh, sometime soon we'll have a part two or something like that. Yeah, definitely. You know, as you're talking to me, um, it's making me think of all the other crazy things. So definitely. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Well, well, thank you, Carrie. Um, You can find this podcast at IWasLittle.com or any of the podcast sites. And uh, I appreciate you being here. Oh, it was awesome. Thank you so much, Seth. Thanks. Bye.